0: Hello and welcome to the first of two tripe suppers over the international break. I'm joined by Phil Talentire and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, we're looking back to Borough's uh, victory over Hull, last gasp victory over Hull, and, and ahead to the, uh, I guess to the importance of getting that result ahead of the, the fortnight off. Uh, Phil, how important was it? How important was that goal? I've seen you describe it as the most important goal of the season so far.
1: Yeah, I think we said before the match, didn't we, that however Borough went about it, they had to win, or at the very least... Uh, record a very positive draw in terms of the style of performance, and I think what that goal did was—I don't know—describe describe it as a get out of jail or whatever. But it just changed the whole perspective of everything, didn't it? Mm. You know, if that if that game had finished 0-0, would probably have said um, it's not the worst result in the world—a point against one of your rivals. But the performance wasn't that convincing, was yeah. it? I thought the fans were great all night long. I thought the fans. You know, we, we, what we didn't want was a, a nervy, edgy, edgy atmosphere—the kind that we saw at Charlton. We didn't have that. The fans were fantastic, even when there was a, a few muffled boos when Stuart Downing came on. The crowd immediately jumped on the back of that and started singing "He's one of our own." I thought that was brilliant. Both ends of the ground were bouncing, and and just the nature of the win—to to get that—you know—to get that last-minute goal—I—I I, I really get quite annoyed when I hear. Particularly from the manager, actually accusing the players of a lack of desire, because apart from the 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 Charlton game this season, the players have lacked nothing in terms of desire. They didn't lose at Rotherham because they didn't want to win. They lost because you know for the reasons we've discussed many times before. Um, And to keep going into stoppage time, you don't do that if you're not playing for your manager. You you give up with ten minutes to go, and or you get caught out yourselves. that was just a great reaction, and you saw from the manager's relief, the crowd's relief, the players' re- reaction, it just turned the week on its head, and if Burr hadn't got that result, we'd now probably be sat here talking about, is it going to rumble on the, the, the whole behind-the-scenes row that happened? That was and, the, it
0: was vital to get the goal to banish that, Yes, yeah,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: Uh, we, we were talking earlier, Phil, about the late, number of late goals this season. Just off the top of the head, there was QPR, uh, there was MK Dons, there was the one on, on Friday night. I mean, that says a lot about the players, doesn't it? The character of the players.
1: Yeah, you don't, you kind of, people might say, well, Burrow are lucky this season. You, you know, you could, you could come up with five or six examples why that might be the case. But is it luck or is it the fact that, we've said this before, haven't we? We've, we've talked in this environment before about teams have had their opportunities to kill Burrow off and haven't taken them. Classic example, Elma Hadamy, I haven't probably pronounced that correctly. Easy for but to say. Easy for me to say. But, you know, he had that chance, didn't he? Yeah. And he buries that and suddenly... That Huller, was
0: Bruce's frustration.
1: Yeah, Hull are one nil up and Borough losing, and God knows what this week, fortnight might have been like if that had gone in, but we can look back across the season about the lack of chances that teams haven't taken, and and, and the, sorry, the, the, the chances that teams haven't taken, and the times Borough, as you've said, have, 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 have edged a tight game thanks to a late goal, and you can be lucky once or twice, but you're not lucky as many times as Borough are. They keep going for 95 minutes, or what, 96 minutes, and that's mark of a team that, again, is putting it in for the manager. And a team that's desperate to win promotion. And, um, you know, those, those 9, 10, 11 points will be priceless at the end of the season, I'm convinced. It goes back to the Man United and the
2: Fergie and the yeah, amount of yeah. late goals they yeah. scored. And, and eventually people were like, well, it's not luck, it's, it's just going to the end. Um, I think that it was a big result for more than one reason. I think a lot of people outside of Middlesbrough were looking uh, to see how Middlesbrough were going to be after a, a week of... of a real kind of turbulent week on Teeside. and I think the likes of Brighton and Burnley and probably Sheffield Wednesday and Derby and all those supporters across the country were probably all looking at Borough there, and we're expecting them to probably lose a
0: capitulation
2: in the, the implosion. Because after after Charlton, from the outside, it must have looked like Borough on the brink of implosion. Mm. Um, but then, in many ways, it, we said on the podcast last week, it was in some ways the perfect game, wasn't it? After everything that happened, and that result, all it does is it. As Aitor said afterwards, it shows that Middlesbrough are still there, they're still fighting, and there will be a real force, I think, over the next nine games.
0: And the show of emotion at the end was quite something, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, it, the, I think Aitor Karanka wants to put out this image that he's that he's a cool, calm, and collected technocrat, um, a bit like you know, but you can't hide that emotion. You know, and I think I think it did him a lot of favours that reaction. Hmm. You know, when they showed the TV camera close-ups, I mean, we saw it from the stands, and it's difficult from the back of the stands. Just but the, the TV camera close-up showed absolutely the amount of relief that must have dropped off his shoulders, and the, the reaction of the bench and everyone can say, oh well, it was just grandstanding for the cameras. That wasn't. No.
0: That wasn't no, grandstanding. Good that wasn't stuff, you know the,
1: that wasn't a, a kind of oh look the cameras are on me I'm going to go mad. That was blimey. My players have pulled it out of the fire for us. We've got a massive three points there against one of the best teams in the division. We're back on track. I can kind of, kind of put the week that's gone behind us now and we can move on together. You know, that was a... It was genuine emotion. That. And also the players, when you saw the way the players reacted, you know, if they weren't wanting to achieve something this season, they would have maybe shrugged the shoulders... They 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 were absolutely buzzing, weren't they?
0: Well, I think even sorry, Jonathan, but then I think you know even whatever what was said with, with Karanka and whatnot, the, the players owe it to themselves to put in better performances than they did a Charlton. They let themselves down, didn't they? There, they owe, you know they're a better team than that. They're better individuals than that, and and we saw that, didn't we? Back with the desire. I think Charlton's the only time this season where they've come off and you've thought, well, hold on,
2: mm,
0: there's yeah. no there's no value there in what we've seen that they've left themselves short all over the pitch.
2: Yeah, it's, it's personal pride, isn't it? And I'm sure that. Um, on Monday, you know, obviously, when Steve Gibson met with you know a few of the players during the current is kind of uncertain future, I'm sure that, that conversation kind of came up and said, "Look, you want to get to the Premier League as much as the club, as much as I talk around uh, The players want to be Premier League footballers because they want to test themselves against the best in the country." Now you saw, I think, I mean, it was it was very very similar. I thought the whole game, at the Derby game, identical almost. I mean, they had the chances, didn't? Put my way and then be, the longer it went on you thought well they've got a chance here Borough. but it was, it was quite funny because obviously Jordan Rhodes was on for 71 minutes and hardly got a sniff yeah. and you know, I don't think one good delivery was put in the box for 71 minutes the one time that the, the good delivery goes in and there you go. There's he it took going. it well
0: as well, Brilliant didn't he? Finishes, well, while, while, while it was vital for Borough to win, how vital is it? The fact that Hull, you know, that they've suffered that blow of a defeat. It's now one winning nine or whatever it is. It, it's too early to write them off, isn't it? But but that's a real killer blow for them, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, if you look at it, we, we all look at how Borough doing and what what's affecting Borough but I think people at Hull will be asking more serious questions about what's going on down there. I think they've scored 3 goals in 9 or 10 matches. Mm. I think they've won one in nine or something in all competitions, haven't they? That was a real they had the chances, if you don't take your chances, you're going to you're going to suffer, you know, and it's Bruce, that was his frustration, wasn't it? But the the the, the league is so tight now. Is I still think they'll they'll be there or thereabouts. Yeah. I'm not saying they'll finish in the top two, but I think they'll challenge for the remainder of the season because they've got enough good players to do so. And against any other team than Burough they probably have won that match. Um, you can see the quality. You can see, see the quality on the pitch. So you could, and, and I think that's why it was harder for Burrow to play because they were playing against a decent team. Mm. You know, we saw some of Borough's players having to find an extra five percent because they were they were up a gate. They weren't playing MK Dons with the best will in the world aren't one of the greatest teams you're going to come up against. We'll have some quality players. People like Huddleston have been there and done it, you know. Um, so it, it was just vital, really, to get the. We said before, didn't we, The first. Go- I, I sat throughout the match thinking the first goal is everything in this game. Mm. The team that gets the first goal here, for me, will win the game because it was such an edgy encounter in terms of what was riding on it. And the more you thought about it, you know, five ten minutes ago, if anyone scores now, it's game over. Yeah,
0: I think Steve Bruce, sorry, John, again. And Steve Bruce looked clearly deflated, didn't he? when when he came up. If the players reflect the mood he was in, it's it's a fortnight of trying to pick them back up off the canvas, isn't yeah, it?
2: Yeah, it's not just the it's not just losing the game. It's the way they lost it. And that probably, both teams will have probably snapped your hand off for a point there. Yeah. And a point would have been fine. Um, I mean, afterwards, you could tell that he was so downbeat. And he, I mean, he, he blamed missed chances, but he also started blaming the schedule of how, yeah. you know, he had to his players had to play Nottingham Forest 72 hours earlier, et cetera, and, and Middlesbrough fresh as daisies. And that kind of stuff does come out through ultimate kind of frustration, doesn't it? But I thought that the game actually brought up the old kind of talking point, which... Karanka was saying at the beginning of the season about whether it's better to have a goal scorer who scores 20 plus goals or a team who plug in and and get the goals across the board, because obviously Hernandez is is their main Mm. man, I couldn't believe he was on the bench actually, Um, but I know that he's been on a terrible run hasn't he really, recently. Um, so their main kind of strike is not scoring. As a result, the whole team is struggling. Whereas Borough <laughs> I mean, who is Borough's top scorer? Is it still Stuani? I nine? think it's Stuani,
0: isn't it? Incredible, yeah. isn't it? Because
2: yeah. he hasn't scored. Not double figures yet. No. He hasn't scored since. Was it the Sheffield Wednesday game? Mm. He's I don't scored. think he scored, scored since he was injured, has he? I don't think. I think Sheffield. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday Sheffield. game. I think it was in December. So that that's interesting. That Borough are getting getting the results in a second in the league, but compare it to Burnley how many goals Andre Grace scored on his own 22
0: now isn't it which is, yeah, which is a staggering amount
2: yeah. McCormack's got 20 odd as well hasn't mm-hmm. he so it'll be interesting to look down through history of who has gone up in the top two and whether it has been one person that's got the goals because I'm sure that you, you I might be wrong, but you'd probably be surprised if a team finished in the top two with their top score of less than 10 goals.
0: Oh, absolutely. The, the the international break now, Karanka always welcomes them. He, uh, he likes the idea, doesn't he, Of a fortnight on the training pitch, especially, I guess, after what's gone on. After a win like that, is it? do you want the game? Do you want to get straight back at it? Or is it more important that let's brush all this under the carpet and get a good, solid fortnight on the training pitch now to, to look ahead to what is the running, isn't it?
1: As I said before, if the circumstances had been different, I'd have said you'd want a game straight away. But I think with what's happened, it's a great time to pause and reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, going back to what you were talking about the Charlton game, I think the boroughs players were just shell shocked then. And I think the events of the previous 24-48 hours have just taken out them completely. They didn't even know who the manager was going to be the following week. Yeah. I think they were just completely shell-shocked. We all were, I think. Even the fans in the away end were apparently, by all accounts, bickering amongst themselves and arguing. And it just felt wrong. Um, I think the international break's a great opportunity now for Crank to get most of his players. There's not many gone away. Not, not, not many of the senior ones have gone away. To get them together, I think it's important that he has the right attitude. I think, uh, hopefully, he might have said I didn't need to learn anything from the other week, but I'm sure it mentally must have registered the fact that his man management has clearly been a bit of a problem. I think, you know, it's a great opportunity now for everybody to, 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 to be on the same page. I don't think you have to like your manager. This myth about every, all the players loving their manager, uh, you know, I don't think many Man United players, you mentioned Fergie before, I loved Alex Ferguson, yeah. I'm sure he could be a nightmare. But what they did do was respect him and they played for him and I think that's what, what's key moving forward and I think it's a great opportunity now for Karanga. It's a shame almost they weren't going back off to Marbella to do something like that because it now feels like the right time to do that. Yeah. To, to to have a time together. You know, even even... Take they them must out. have a timeshare there now that they've been well, over that much. <laughs> no, they must have their own favorite local. But I mean, to 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 take them out and and not be too quite so intense. I think it's not about being intense at this stage of the season. Now it's about being almost relaxed mm. and feeling like the momentum's with you. And and you know and, and, and for the players to enjoy, almost enjoy their football. I know it's almost impossible when every game's a 6 pointed, But to get away from this this. This probably this over over management style
0: almost to massage the quality out of them isn't it I Yeah, guess, about, yeah. I think
1: thing. over the last week as well. I'm I'm sure that players will
2: agree with this. But when your team is kind of on the back page for the wrong reasons. And you're getting probably getting texts from all your friends and your family going, what the hell, you know, what's going on, what's going on. It's probably come at a great time, because all of a sudden, Borough will disappear for the next two weeks. They won't be on the back pages. Everyone will kind of forget about it. And the, the news story is obviously Burnley dropping points. That's what people are talking about now. And Hull City. And obviously Hull City's demise. So Middlesbrough aren't the talking point anymore, and I think that fits quite nicely a. Karanka and what he's good at because when Borough are the talking point for the wrong reasons that is when the manager starts to get a little flustered and then it kind of has a snowball effect, so it's come at the perfect time I think.
0: You mentioned Burnley there dropping points it was was kind of one one decent result, one almost very decent result at the weekend, what's your take on, on where we stand at the minute at the top of the Championship? Still
2: think, Burn- Burnley. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know they will have been disappointed with the, the manner of conceding that goal, but they are st- they're still the ones to catch I me. Mean, Isn't
1: Burnley Brighton next? Burnley, Burnley play Brighton next week on Saturday. Yeah,
2: but you can't look beyond uh, Sean Dyche's team. I don't think the form that they've showed since. I think their last defeat was Boxing Day, and even a home result against Nottingham Forest. I mean, Borough lost at home in Nottingham Forest, mm-hmm. so that's, n- that's not a terrible result. Oh, is it Wolves? Sorry, Wolves, wasn't yeah, it wasn't yeah. Burnley. You know. You can drop points at home, and I'm sure these three home games coming up for Borough, Borough may drop points in one of them. It's not the end of the world, um, but that Burnley team still looks the deal for me.
0: Brighton aren't going away, are they? No,
1: no they've they, they bounced back really well. When you think the run they had, they could have dropped like a stone after Christmas, couldn't they? It started with started when Borough beat them, wasn't it? It's um, that, just so tight in there, and I think that's why, again, it was so important to beat Hull, or certainly not lose to Hull. Um, you feel that Burnley are the form team... Going forward, there's nine games to go. You'd have to think they'd have to have a real crisis of confidence not to finish in the top two now. So that's really puts it down to Borough, Hull, Brighton, maybe it's Derby if they go on some sort of fantastic run. You know, you think, you think of the big six pointers coming up now for Borough, you've got. You've got Burnley to come, haven't we? You know that that is a massive game, obviously. And then we hope it doesn't come down to it. But you've got Brighton on the last day of the season, <laughs> <laughs> and All the you know, it, you know it and could, it. Oh, that, that you know that was going to be agony if it's still wide open. Then so so I mean, if you're new to it, it's a fantastic race for promotion. Mm. If you, if you're us, you're just thinking get it put to bed as soon as possible. But. Um, I think it's probably going to go right down the wire. I think, you know, I think you know. You look at Borough's fishes and I think they've got three home games after QPR and they're quite capable of taking nine there, points it? out of that. They're quite capable of coming out of that run really sitting pretty. So get some sort of result at QPR and then you've got your home games and then it's, up, it's and then it's down to what the rest do, isn't it? It's all in Borough's hands. I think there's a, an element of
2: Bournemouth about Brighton this year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That everyone is looking at them and saying... I'm I'm expecting them them to drop away away. and it's exactly what I said about Bournemouth this time last year I'm expecting them to drop away when Brighton went to MK Dons at the weekend I kind of said I I expect MK Dons to take something Mm -hmm. there and every week I keep saying it Burnley v Brighton next week if Brighton go and win that you know what I mean I think it's very similar
0: you've made the point over and over again there's that know-how isn't there with the man in charge
2: yeah, and he, he knows how to get out the division, and that is an interesting point. It may you know may count for very little. It may count for a lot. We'll we'll have to see. But Chris Hughton knows this division inside out, and he's he's obviously won the league with Newcastle. Um, did it? Don't know if he got. Did he get Norwich shut up with or West Brom? Hey, Norwich yeah, wasn't
0: it? But they, I thought they were already in the prep. Possibly. Well,
2: he, he certainly had plenty of victories. Yes, Lambert took them up, didn't Lambert he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It was interesting when back to when we went to Blackburn. We spoke to Paul Lambert, didn't we? Afterwards. Um, about what the last kind of eight, seven or eight games brought and he said that he did take his players away and he said that as soon as he saw the first session when they went away, he knew that they were going to be bang at it mm-hmm. but he said that it was all down to basically the players and the fans bouncing off each other he said that mm-hmm. that, that essentially creates the momentum now Borough had, and the fans bounced off each other at the end of yeah. uh, end of the game on Friday but that needs to be the case for Preston at home I mean, that's not going to be an easy game by the way Preston at home, they're having a great season Huddersfield at um, home, you expect, but they went and put four past Leeds at the weekend, didn't they? Reading are always, always for his bogey team. So none of them are going to be easy, but the fans really, really need to stick stick
1: by. them. But I mean, you, you take those three games, wouldn't yeah, of you? Course on you paper, would. you'd say, I'm pleased my next three games after QPR are Preston, Huddersfield, and yeah. Reading.
0: I mean, I'm sorry, I know at this stage of the season you, you say, but you want the teams, don't you? who've got nothing to play for, yeah. QPR, I mean if you were to name four, yeah. they'd probably be the four in the ball, although QPR have got some good results recently, uh, just finally touching on what you were saying there about the fans, I noticed that Sean Dyche had had a little dick, um, saying that he'd called for patience, that he didn't quite get it, I mean that is just natural isn't it for any team at, at this stage of the season.
2: Yeah I did see that, it was fair, it was fairly interesting, I thought that was quite an un-Sean Dyche thing to say. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just the pressure, isn't it? I mean, yeah. every, it's the last eight games, it's who can hold the nerve. Now, I think they, they've got pretty much the nucleus of a squad that have done this before, so they should, should be OK. But even Burnley, who have been there before, are starting to feel the heat a little bit. Everyone is. It's only natural, isn't That'll it? That'll do for me. A fine way to finish. Cheers, fellas. Cheers.